Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. All right, we're back in the studio right here at Orufo Azaga is in the studio. Morning to you. Good morning, Oluakarede. Uh, good morning, Lagos. Good morning, Nigeria. Welcome to yet another edition of Sports Business with Orufo Azaga. See, today you guys have been complaining, Karede. Mm. Everybody's complaining. What has been a complaint? You say Pesero? that we are hungry. Yes. People are hungry. Yes. Uh, being power or something. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all blaming the government. You know, you know, part of the problem we have in this country. Tell me. We all look towards the government for solutions, mm. right? Solutions that we ourselves can, can, can provide. We're, we're all looking at government. Sports is one example. Do you know that, Kyle, right now, Nigerians from our pockets, we pay to what? We pay over a hundred million dollars a year. Listen to this because we want to be watching European football. We pay to the EPA. We pay to UEFA for the UEFA Champions League. We pay for La Liga. We pay well, for Nigeria. Liga. That's what gives us this temporary Absolutely. happiness. So if you say that gives you relief, yeah. right? Why are you complaining? Because that's money you should be investing in your own leagues, in your own football, so that other people will come and buy from you the way we buy. Nigerians do not like you for this. Because we'll say government won't. has to do it for us yeah, to now invest. Yeah, they won't. But that's the, that's the naked truth. If you don't want to support your league, there are consequences. Okay. If you want to enjoy, you think that European leagues and European clubs and all of those European sports, uh, Super Bowl and all of that are what gives you pleasure. There are consequences. Because those things are not free. You pay for them. Mm. And because we pay so much money for these things, there's less money we have to invest in our league. It creates poverty in, in, in Nigeria. It creates poverty in Africa. Do you understand? Okay. If we can build our food... See, if you put a... If, what am I, if you put $20 million in the Nigerian league every year, it will be such a good product that people will buy it from around the world. The way they are buying our music mm-hmm. and the way they are buying our movies invest in your own everybody's saying invest in your own and then you say that oh our own is not sexy enough or it's not good enough so we have to go and do this that brings me to some other thing Kyle. thanks for, for for making that point this week or yes. last week late last week news came that the mba yes sorry that british lawyers in nigeria mm. do you understand what i'm saying yeah and then the Nigerian Bar Association went wild. Do you understand? They said, "No, no, that's not possible. That you can't bring in lawyers to come and to come and who don't know uh, our laws." To, yes, it's not a question of who don't know our laws. Do you understand? But I think maybe the common law they need to be certified. They need to. But the point is this: quoting the MBA, and this is I want to quote the MBA president. Okay. Because this is the legal equivalent of what we try, the case we try to make with Nigerian sports. Okay. That you should support your sports industry, otherwise it will never be big. Big. If you tell us to support the European sports industry, because that's what, that's what, um, you know, that's what, that's what your standard is. Yes. Let me make this argument for you, because with the European sports industry, with our legal sports industry, we have less than one percent uh-huh. of the money that they use. 
to to part to do this in europe do you understand less than one percent now here's the what the nba president says about allowing um uk lawyers to come and practice in nigeria how he goes i emphasized in their discussions okay. that we're not yet at a place for such an agreement and that even if we are to enjoy reciprocity with the uk in which case nigerian lawyers could practice in the yeah. uk and he didn't find that and he didn't even find that an acceptable position he said the knowledge and skills gap is so wide that we cannot favorably compete favorably compete with the lawyers from the uk mm. do you understand what i'm okay. saying meaning that it the see the deal was supposed to be that uk lawyers could practice in nigeria nigerian lawyers could practice mm. in the uk they had that see nigerian lawyers they had even an opportunity to go and be earning pounds they rejected it do you understand so why are you telling me that the sport the nigerian league the mpfl should be competing with the with the epl it doesn't make sense you have to support your own for it to be able to grow to the point where it can compete. so so in that case it means that we should we then be having a a case where just like the nba defended uh, uh, the the lawyers yeah we should have the mpfl defending and preventing the broadcast of the epl in nigeria oh, well, look of course it's, it's not even just about preventing because there are some things that you can't prevent you know maybe broadcasting the epl here but what okay. you can do is what they did with the 2018 uh, new um the new mbc act which means that look if you are if you are a broadcaster and you want to go and bring the epl if you are spending a hundred million dollars to bring the epl here then you should spend 30 percent of that sum on the oh. domestic league mm. that way you protect your league that okay. way otherwise the way we're going like this we're denying nigerians jobs if the league is not functioning uh, functioning at its optimal we're denying nigerians jobs we're denying the economy you know some reasonable income and all of that things that would make life easier for us in nigeria do you understand watching the epl and all of those things is just catching crews it's not going to make any difference in your life do you understand what i'm yes. saying here is where the business is and this is where we must support this is why we must support our own all right today ladies and gentlemen we have in furtherance of why we must support our only we have a guest today that you know um will tell us a bit more about the steps being taken in the nigerian uh, in, in the domestic football um industry to grow nigerian football right now um our guest today is the chairman of the nigeria of the nigerian professional football league youth league that's the mpfl youth league the mpfl youth league is the under 17 league right this is the first season that they have had in nigeria and i feel that this is i feel that this is a major um a major event in our league because by having the under 17 league we can then be guaranteed that we can protect the future of nigerian football in terms of the quality of stars that we would unearth and you know and then the future of the mpfl itself so i'm sorry the future of the mpfl and the future of the super eagles all right so um good morning miss uh pastor yama do i have you on the line hello hello Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to get uh, Pastor 
Emeka Inyama on the line. Um, when we do, he's going to be speaking to us about the under seven, the MPFL under seventeen league. Now, the MPFL under seventeen league, as far as I, I know it, is, is going to involve every club in Nigeria, all the clubs, all the clubs in the MPFL. You know, they're supposed to have an under seventeen team, and they play in the league. All right, so. Um, Okay, so sorry, we're, we're trying to we have we had problems getting through to you. Are you are you with us now? Hello, good morning. Do, do we have you, Pastor Iyama? Okay, so please, can you tell us a bit about um, the the under seven the MPFL Youth League? Yeah, the MPFL Youth League. Um, it's the latest product from the board of Nigerian Football Federation and Nigerian Professional Football League. Okay. It is meant to entrench a foundation for grassroots football development among the Um Before now, we have had under 15, but um, it's been um, haphazard. But this time, there's an intentional plan to make it an annual event and ensure that the clubs have. Um, under 17 academies, under 15 academies, and possibly even under 12, so that there will be proper transition from one step to the other, leading to uh, getting the players ready for professional career in their various clubs or even outside the country. So uh, we want to um, get the foundation right, because if you have your right foundation, you'll be sure that uh, it becomes sustainable. Okay, that's 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 um. Uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, so I was going to say that uh, that's a very um, important development, like you have said. You know, before now, people were saying uh, uh, maybe we should go back to school sports, but it looks like school sports may be a, a solution for a different, a bygone era. And um, um, now clubs have to have uh, junior teams. No, 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 no. Let's not make a mistake about it. Okay. Uh, school sports remains school sports. Okay. Blue sports is the first level of the foundation. Okay. Imagine the likes of Kisted in KC, Henry Walsh, Edobo, Humphrey, uh, and the rest of them. Yeah. They're all products of school sports. Yeah. So when we, when we get at that secondary school level, it is those as soon as they're leaving secondary school that end and becomes the under 17. Okay. Becomes the under 17. Okay. And then from under 17, we expect them to now join the main team or become. Team B of the various clubs. So school sports is only the, the first level of development, development. of uh, for footballers. We don't have to jettison it for what we are doing now. It's rather a link from the school sports to under 17 and we will continue. Okay, fantastic. So what was the status of the league this year? Uh, and the status of the league is that the second round of the, of the league has just resumed. And um, so far, so wonderful. The official team has been above board. The competition has been high. We saw a lot of goals coming in. So our football is on a positive uh, trajectory. Did you get Did you get participation from every MPFL team club? Yes. Yeah, yeah, the good news is that um, at the zonal level, we, we, we will play at the zonal level first. The zonal levels we have to divide clubs into four four to make up each zone, and all the twenty. Premier seed clubs participated. And for this season again, it's going to be part of the rules and regulations. So it's compulsory. It's not a thing for it's not an optional thing. 
Yeah. But it's something that is good for the clubs, good for football development, and good for professional football in Nigeria. So it's compulsory for all clubs to participate. And failure attracts heavy fines and such. Okay, I think it's a fantastic idea, but then we have to look at the economic situation at this time. You know, most of our clubs, yeah. if you want to play on the continent, for instance, you have to have a female team, um, a, a female team. Then you have your 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 elite team, and then you have the under seventeen team, and all of this, you know, and without even much. Female, and even a female team now. Yeah. So, how do you expect these clubs to cope at this point in time? It, it's it's a it's a bit of a tall no, ask. There, there, is, there, there is nothing to cope. This ordinary is supposed to be part of the structure of a good professional side. I agree. I agree. Yes, if we are getting it right, yeah. it will reduce the money you spend buying player from one place to the other. Okay. Because if you discover them young, nurture them in the tradition of the club. Yeah. So you will see people that have become professional footballers who are from 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 what do you know abroad you hear that uh, a player has gone to his boyhood club that's because that's where he started that's the culture we want to create start from somewhere and yeah. somewhere you can return to it so it's not an additional thing it's a compulsory thing that will sustain that will make the club more sustainable that will ensure more development that will ensure that the grassroots and the the the, 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 the synergy between youth football, between international football and professional football is sustained. Okay, so um, so what about, again, my own worry is about sustainability. Yeah. Do you understand? Which is why I'm talking about the economic picture. And that has to change somehow. You the, you, let, let me take it from you. You are the one worrying from sustainability. Yeah. When you make something compulsory, as part and parcel of why you must play in the Premier League, why would it be sustainable? Before we, you are registered, there will be a proof that your youth team is in place. Okay. We want to see their, their players, we want to see the pictures, we want to see where they train and who the officers are. So for you to play the main one, you must make sure you have this small one. So sustainability becomes part and parcel of the main player of the team. Okay? Okay, what about your own sustainability? You know, because the league itself needs money, you know, and in this climb, it's yeah, such a difficult is, thing to get going. sponsors our, and partners. Our, our intention is our intention is that from next year, we will support the clubs. And how we support the clubs is also by making sure that we package a good brand and then we'll be able to have sponsors on board. Okay. Already, the league is taking a lot of excitement. We are getting positive response from private sector, from foreign clubs, from foreign interests about what we are doing. Remember, the future of world football is youth football. That's the way to go. And I still have been done over time for eight so they believe that players at the senior level have to tell the truth about their ages. If we encourage this way in football, we will be sure that we are following players from secondary school. And when you follow them from secondary school, you are likely to get their real ages. So, yeah. so the, the foreign people are more interested in, you know, um, in, um, in looking at this youth football. So we are going to get sponsors that will be part of what you are doing and support this... Uh, um, um, use football and make it more sustainable, make it an annual event so that it will not go. Okay, are you by next season, for instance, are you looking at um, a different format? Uh, maybe like a more a format that's more like a, a league um, for next yeah. season? No, do, do you know why for me, um, nothing is a constant. 
Then yeah. for me, why you won't even do a full league is that already the main clubs are enamored with a full league the whole season. Yeah. It will not be fair to also run a full league season also for, at the, for the junior teams. Yeah. So if they, that's the purpose, we divide it and then play it within a season. We are now saying that clubs can do their training, play friendly matches, engage in other levels of competition as the case may be. Okay. It will be too much of a budget, as we feared earlier, to create a separate and straightforward league for you team as soon as the senior team. But from what you have started, the response is good. We have to give it a try for a while before we know whether we want to develop it into a full league or not. But first, knowing the worst situation of things in this country, economic yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now here's one real thorny issue that I'm sure you have had to contend with um, um, in the period of this league. Um, the fact that, you know, um, the fidelity of ages in our, in our, in our youth teams is, is, is a major demarketing factor for, for our youth football. Do you understand? Because um, most, most fans do not believe that the ages are for real. You know, what do you want to tell people about this? What are the efforts that you're making to ensure that, you know, when, when you think about the under-17 league in Nigeria, you're sure you're getting um, the under-17 league? Yeah, I, I told you earlier that um, um, it was a challenge, even at the zonal levels. That's the truth. Yeah. But we assisted by using NIN and international passport and physical screening. Okay. Because sometimes you can even go once, whatever age you tell them at NIN that they will give you. Yeah. But we had to apply physical screening. So we did a very good job. So far, we don't even have to tell them about that. But it may not be 100%. But we are thinking going forward, we'll have to bring technology, we'll have to bring science into it. So by next year, we're looking at whether we'll even introduce MRI. MRI into it that should be able to ascertain more than 90 100% what the real ages are. So by so doing, the issue of age sheet and everything would have been a thing of the past. Boss willing, that's where we're going. Okay, that's cool. That, um, but, okay, so something else. If you want to go and talk to sponsors about, about your league, I'm sure maybe, I'm, look, if you come to me, I have a marketing background. I'm, I'm probably going to ask you, um, what's in it for us, you know? Um, and one of the things I'd like to know, for instance, is are you going to be able to, to, to select your under-17 national team from the under-17 league? Is that something that you have planned? Um, it, it's not something that is passive at all. But what is happening is that we are working, you know, in collaboration with Nigerian Football Federation, yeah. Because, um, even as we are heading for the finals this week, starting this week, Sunday in Benin, the technical department of Nigerian football are uh, been able to put together a team of coaches that will come for proper scouting. The purpose of that scouting is for them to look at players who they think that can play on the 17 national teams, on the 20 national teams, and then be able to infuse them into the system. So that is ongoing. That's why there's a collaboration and a synergy between all the various levels of football administration in this country. Okay. The, the NFF, what, what's your relationship? The NFF is part of the owners of the youth league, isn't it? Yeah. I have said so. I see that collaboration. Listen, NFF is the father and mother of football in Nigeria. Yeah. They are the one that licensed the MPF to run the Premier League. Yeah. And the MPF board is the one that set up the youth league. So it's one organization, it's one body. That's why the chairman of Nigerian League Board is the second vice 
You see how it works. Yeah. This one body structured at various levels. Okay, no problem. There's a reason I asked that because I think that look. Give me the reason, and I'm here. Sorry. What will be the reason so that we can talk about it? No, no. I'm just saying that look. Um, the MPFL is like the NFF's um, factory, or the MPFL under 17 is like the MP NFF's factory. So, and the national team is like the showroom. You know, so I imagine that since they are that involved, it's um, a question of to sell the MPFL under 17, you might need to use the, the national team. But I, that's I, have, I have answered you. I said also the Guavon will be in Bini with mm. this team to look at the players from the five premiership teams mm. to select players that will be helpful to the national team endeavor. Okay, players so that can be able to hold their own going forward in national football. Okay. That is called synergy. That is called collaboration. Yeah, that, that would understanding and it that, that would be fantastic. On a final note, yeah, because um, we 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 have it's a very short program. I'm sorry, we have to we have to uh, close it. Yeah, yeah, too short, but I'm enjoying it. No, no, but but here's the thing, though. I you see, I'm personally in, interested in the under 17 league, and I think that it is a very strong product, one that you know a lot of people want to support because we want to see our young people do right you know so i think it's a very strong uh, sell and it will be good for the mpfl and and the national teams going forward you know but here on the very last so in that sense i'm going to um, try and work to get you back on the program so that we can give you more time to explain the, the lots of things i'm sure you want to talk about that you cannot do this morning right but in the yeah. last, in the, in about, so please let let's know if I'm a sponsor and I'm interested in the under seventeen league. What do you think I should be looking for? Am I looking for eyeballs um, from the MPFL under seventeen league, or I'm looking for, you know, to I'm looking to do societal good? Please sell to the public. What do you think sponsors should do for? Why do you think sponsors should should come on board with you? Um, let me say this to you. Luckily for me, I have a serious marketing background within the chairman. Okay. And I can tell you this, that uh, we are developing, um, you know, um, the NPF issue as a product that will be viable, that uh, investors will see the um, opportunities that they intend to get. The optics that we got from the zona qualifiers show that this is a product that has come today. So the, the branding opportunities, the media exposure, the uh, being part of the future ambassadors in terms of the youth development, uh, all the products that are available for a would be sponsor. You know, we have also products that are um, taken by youths all over the country. So these become the products that they can invest in, in ensuring that they also get their own mileage um, when they associate with a brand uh, as big as football in Nigeria. Okay, that that's that's good. I I wish you all the success that you can get. Uh, I saw a goal, by the way. I saw one fantastic goal um, that was scored. Um, I think by a Rangers player, a Rangers under seventeen player. Some overhead, some acrobatic goal like this. That um, yeah, I, I I saw it because I I was on on Amobi's page, Amobi Ezaku's page. Well, I thought that such such a clip is something that your social media team should have really jumped on to to really push.
push the league. Maybe you did. Maybe maybe they did. Maybe we, they we, did. We, we did. We, we, we did. I think you should rather give us credit. No league in Nigeria, I'm able to say, that enjoy the kind of positive media exposure and mileage mm. as national under 17 did in the last uh, two, three weeks. That's the truth of the matter. Okay. We are taking stock of our, of, of, we have been bullish, mm. you know, in the, in, in the media world. In fact, people are asking me, what did you do? How are you doing it? So one of those goals are here. You know, we, 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 we spend every game live. We spend it live on YouTube. It has never happened before. Okay. The finals of these games are going to be, are going to be live also on television and live on YouTube. So I'll, what are you talking about? I was just going to ask, I was just going to ask to that. See, yeah, yeah. No, look, I know that you guys are doing a fantastic job, you know. So I'm just, yeah. I, I just drew your attention to that just in case it wasn't. It's something. not there. It's not there. It's not there. Yeah. Not there. Okay. It's one of the things that we use to push one delay that market delay. I agree. Okay then. All right. Thanks for honoring Thank you, this for for honoring the invite. Like I said, um, we're going to have a better. We're going to have more time soon, and I'll explain to you why. Um, I will always be available. When, I will when always I come be available. Next. Thank, right, you. thank you very much, and I wish you all the success that you can you can have with the league. Yeah. All right. Take care. And so, ladies and gentlemen, um, you've been listening to the voice. You've been listening to Pastor Emeka Inyama, the chairman of the MPFL Youth League, the Under Seventeen League. Um, it's it's. A, but it's, I do not believe he's the spokesperson, is he? He's the chairman of the league. Yeah, okay. He's as, he's, so, he's, he's as, but uh, a lot of the media media engagements yeah. are they done by him? I don't. I really don't know. Actually, mm, okay. You know, but he's he's um he's he's a journalist as well. He's, mm. he's, he's okay. Done. But the point is this: we have an under seventeen league coming mm. through. Do you understand? And uh, if we have to take take this from where we started from, Coyote. Yes. If you watch the under seventeen league, you're not going to see something that that's UEFA standard yet. Mm. But you're going to see, as far as the talents go, you're going to see talents as good as as anywhere any, else, anywhere else mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, and they're still raw talent; can yeah. still be molded to anything. So let's support our own. Do you mm. understand? And make it european standard the jobs are created here mm-hmm. those kids are being fed here they're they're, they're they're being engaged here some of them are getting paid and things like that do you understand mm. the more of our money we spend here rather than spend overseas the the likelier the the naira is going to be able to fight against the dollar you know otherwise one day we we'll wake up and find that the dollar is now um five thousand five thousand naira to the dollar do you understand we, we don't <coughs> want to do that support your own it's very important mm. do you get um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry we, we couldn't take uh, calls and messages. Yeah, some calls were coming in there, but we couldn't take yeah, them the, the because time of is, the interview. The time, as you know, if you, if you mm. follow the program, is a bit short. So, we're going to try and... Um, and, and, and before you wrap up, it's just yeah. good to... I got two messages here, which the two messages were against you. Yeah. To the extent that uh, their reaction was more of you blaming Nigerians uh, for bringing us to where we are. So, I mean, I had to engage some of them to let them know. And this is to Nigerians that a lot of times when you hear we are, it doesn't mean, always mean you, the average person on the streets. Because the person, that wealthy man who is not in government, that person who buys the rights, is not like someone asked me, said, am I the one responsible for this? So I just sent a message, okay, please tell me, how much have you invested in the EPR? 100 million? 500 million? So he's not talking about you. But there are other Nigerians who are not in government, yeah. who have the money, 
who have the capacity to invest who are not doing it and it's when those investments come wrong. that then they'll make it like someone just invested in the uh, mpfl now yeah. bringing it to tv yeah. so now you can watch it yeah. and that's where you now come to play your role by watching it and you're trying to do some betting on it as yeah. against just focusing but solely on let me tell you something yes if this country is going to develop yeah a time is going to come when these guys the guys are sending messages mm. will look at anybody they're spending their money on a foreign product as an enemy of the states. Of, of the states. Mm. Do you understand? As a matter of fact, it, it happened in South Korea when the South Koreans were bu- building. Um, w- there was a particular time when, if you had to buy a foreign product, yeah, you had to keep it, keep that knowledge from your neighbors. Just hide it. You had you had to hide it because if your neighbors saw you, they'll look at you as an enemy. Well, Do you understand? That, that is you patriotism that I'm not sure we have yet in the EPL. And the league here is struggling for... The only reason they have $100 million to pay Kyrie is this. You you go to Sports Bar, Abby. When you get to the Sports Bar, Shabi, you pay 200 now to watch Chelsea versus Man or 300 You buy a drink or so. You buy a drink. They'll take that money. That's what they used to pay subscription to the broadcaster. The broadcaster takes that money and pays to the people in, in the UK. So in a way, we are all affected. Mm. You see that? Those tiny, tiny drops... Your one naira and my one naira. Everybody's guilty. Even mm. me that I'm talking, I'm guilty. Uh, you know what? We just a, just as we wrap this up for Paula to come and take over, um, it is one thing that we also need to understand is that when people like you and I speak, mm. it is to whip up the nationalism in us to defend our country and make sure that we own it it's not to accuse you that oh you are all the problem it's just to get you to to be sensitized and listen if this continues and knowing how the nation is being run already and this continues then we will pay more for it than this uh than all those we expect to do to pay the price let me even let me add something here there we have governors they will leave Nigeria. Governors who are supposed to go build, and support to build our sports industry. Mm. They will leave Nigeria. They go and photograph themselves in the UK mm. watching football, guys. And nobody says anything. Yeah, because you people instead and, and that's where you're that coming from. That we yeah. should be fighting that listen. You should fight that if you, you're you in Lagos, support it. Lagos, uh, sporting Lagos. Sport. If you are in uh, support Remonsters, support Go Goma and, and all that. And where, where would you see the mayor of London? You're not going to be wearing jersey of of a club in outside for what no, not even outside the uk mayor of london going to support manchester manchester, manchester you know United. city or man U or any of them or look this thing you know like they say this popularity with a play we're mm. still playing do you understand mm. we're still playing when you own hook, it when he hooks us like this mm. if you see somebody wearing wearing money that it took that's why we it took pounds to buy you you'll be furious yeah because but you, you see that again Again, just like you're bringing this attention to sports mm. business, a lot of people don't look at sports from that angle. They um, don't look at how it impacts. And that's why I believe that they don't see it. They don't even see it as a, a unifier. They don't yeah. see it as a, an opportunity to make money. It's just to cut the trips yeah, and celebrate yeah, the Nigerians yeah, yeah. that are brought. So yeah. this sensitization, as it mm. continues, a lot more people, because like you said, if we have... I mean, imagine now that Remo, everybody in Remo just buys into it, no matter how much you earn, and you're supporting Remo stars. You see, know? See, Kaide, let me give you, sorry, Paula, 
Mm? Let me give you one example. Mm. of. The, let's take the Super Bowl, for instance. <laughs> Let me tell you how important sports can be to an economy. Last week, we talked about it here. 200 million Americans, that's more than half of the population of America, plan to watch the Super Bowl. That's the size of Nigeria. Do you understand? Do you know that the Super Bowl econ- contributed 17.8 billion dollars to the to a, the American economy one day one day one day yeah one day this is serious business it employs people in fact sports creates more jobs than I, it imagine, contributes to the GDP, imagine GDP which, which the club is in Anambra by the way who which club is in Anambra Rangers International Rangers imagine Rangers now says that okay uh, they want to promote themselves and they come for Paula to be the ambassador. Is that not a way of making money? And they will now pay Paula. They now pay Paula. And me no, being I Paula's colleague, me, me being Paula's colleague, yeah. I'll take some of the money. You know, See? Paula is benevolent. <laughs> money will I, move my around. Father, my father said I shouldn't give men money. I'm not a man. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't can, give the other gender. Please let me close. <laughs> let me close for <laughs> business. So okay. that we can talk. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, see, look, this thing is all of us. All of us, we have to re-examine how we live. Do you understand? The business of sports is local. Spend your money. Let's develop the sports industry locally. It would employ millions of people, and it would create wealth in our society. And we'd have less to complain about. We have a better quality life to live. Support your own. Do you understand? Until we meet again next week. Sorry, if you want to engage with me further, you know, because you guys, one or two people, you have yabbed me. If you want to yab me more, you can engage with me on Twitter at Ezaga. That's O-R-U-F-U-O. Or on Facebook at AskKennethOrufoezaga. Let's talk about it. I don't have a problem with that, you know. We can disagree. That's what education is about. You have a different view. I have a different view. And we can merge those ideas and come up with a third alternative that is better than what you alone can think about and what I alone can think about. It's okay. Until we meet again next week, it's me, Urufo Izaga, saying, be productive, be good, and stay safe. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.